So, uh, what have you been up to? What's new? Uh, you know, staying inside, staying uh, warm and dry. Yeah, this lovely July weather. Weather's been shits. Yeah, absolute shits. So that's what I've been doing, man. Just, uh, yeah, that's about it. Not yeah, much if any of you guys who go. don't know who's listening to the podcast, I guess uh, me and Chad are both from Newfoundland, and we're in what we call Capelin weather. So it's uh, rain, drizzle, and fog uh, yeah. for a week or two. And uh, the Capelin, which are small bait fish in the water, like stuff whales and everything eats Capelin. It's, it's a bait fish. Um, they tend to roll in on the beaches here in uh, this time of the year. So the the weather matches the uh, matches the fish but anyway yeah. uh, it's a good time to see the whales they're putting on quite the show the whales and you see the, the videos from st vincent's beach holy crap yeah right in close to the beach just yes, steady doing flips and dives rolls and, and yeah yeah anyway yeah. that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about Mm-mm. summer hockey it's hockey in july so which means uh, the leafs are golfing and we're talking about what they're going to do next yep Signing bonuses right. in hand. July 1st has passed. Yeah. Right, no. Guys, I guess uh, without further ado, titter tatter. Let's get at her. Here we PhD are, episode Sports. 24 of the Deke Snipe Silly Podcast, uh, brought to you by our sponsors, PHG Sports, that's Pond Hockey Guys Sports, uh, phgsports.com, everything you need in your memorabilia. Uh, I guess on that note, uh, I should mention I was chatting with the owner uh, just before the podcast, actually, and uh, he's got some great news. Their uh, Costco show is getting back on back on the move. Nice. So that's that's big news. Um, he wanted, uh, not that he wanted to let us know, I guess he just let me know in passing, I'm going to pass it on to you guys that their, uh, their showroom actually in, uh, in Whitby is now open as well. So if you want to check out any of the stuff in person that they've got, uh, from their website or otherwise, I'm sure you'll find some stuff there too. That's not necessarily on the site. So, um, swing by their, uh, their Whitby showroom and check out their, uh, their in-stock merchandise. But, uh, the Costco show that they do, uh, their booth will be set up very soon, uh, in uh, Niagara Falls will be their first Costco that they're going to be hitting. So keep an eye out for uh, for that. Any of you Niagara Fallsians who are out and uh, doing your Costco shopping, loading up on toilet paper for the next pandemic, swing by, yeah. check out PHG Sports. Why not? So uh, here we are, episode 24 of the DSC podcast. With your hosts, Chad Newman, Ryan Gates. It's easy to remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here we are, summer hockey. Um, we're about, I think, one game away from the season being over. Right now, Hopefully. we sit with the Stanley Cup final. Game four is going to take place tomorrow night, uh, Monday night. Uh, the Habs are in a hole, 3-0. They haven't looked like a formidable opponent at any point during the series, so I'm not no. really much hope that they make it any further. Not that I hope that they do anyway. Well, it's time for it to end. Let's move on. Next. Yeah, move on to other things. The the draft is coming up. It's not going to be overly exciting for Leafs fans, given nope. that we, we lost our first-round pick this year, not lost it, gave it away, uh, in a trade that uh, didn't really materialize too much for us. So 
That's unfortunate, but uh, we digress. The draft is coming up, as well as the more exciting thing, I think, is probably going to be the expansion draft. So, uh, yeah, it should be pretty good. It's going to be. It's it's an exciting time if you're if you're a, a Kraken fan. I think there's three or four of you guys by now. Uh, yeah. Interesting time if you're the rest of the fan bases. Uh, primarily, if you're on a team that's uh, loaded up with pretty good players, um, a team like the Leafs, who are reasonably talent-ridden, have a bunch of players that they basically have to protect, um, which is going to leave a couple of guys exposed that uh, I would think are pretty easy pickings for Seattle. One in Alex Kerfoot, he won't be protected, and two. Nope. Travis Dermott, I think that's your two. If I if I'm if I'm Ron Francis, that's the two players I'm looking at, leading up to their draft and trying to decide now which which guy is a more serviceable player long term for my franchise. What's your take on the two players? Yeah, I think so. I think Engvall might find himself in there. I know he's he's going to need a contract, but I think he might uh, find himself in Seattle too. He's he's a very serviceable serviceable player. He's a Swiss Army knife per se. Mm. I think uh, I think you're pretty spot on there. It seems to be the general consensus. Everything I'm I've been reading, everyone's pointing to Kerfoot, saying that Kerfoot is the player that Francis wants because he's versatile. He's still under contract for a reasonable amount of money. Francis has been given to go ahead from management, from ownership, to spend to the cap if he wishes. So yep. um, yeah, uh, it seems like them picking up Kerfoot as a as a second line center option, uh, slash winger, slash penalty killer. He does it all. Uh, yep. That's what they've been linking the Leafs to, but I don't know if that's also might be driven by wishful thinking of Leafs fans in that they're hoping that we can dump that cap uh, in hopes of maybe re-signing a Zach Hyman, which is what we got to get to, I guess. Um, yeah. But back to the Seattle bit. Um, only thing that 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 throws me uh, with the whole Kraken um, taking Kerfoot over Dermot is that Dermot right now is an RFA. So if he was to be claimed prior to signing a deal, that would put Seattle in the driver's seat. So they could yeah. actually get a more than serviceable NHL defenseman at the ripe age of, what is he, 24, 23? Yeah. Something like that. He's not old. Oh, yeah. um, maybe he's a little older than that. But in any case, he's still not over the hill. Uh, he's got multiple good years of hockey left. And uh, I think he's got over 300 games. So... Uh, when you can be in the driver's seat and have that kind of control, you know, a lock player up for four or five years uh, as an expansion team, because none of their players are going to be locked up that long. You know what I mean? No. So mm-hmm. uh, when you've got the option to grab a guy like that who can play arguably four, a four or five spot, I think, maybe even a three. You know, he, he could probably play a three, four spot if he had to on a new team. Um, that's what I would be doing. I'd be going head over heels for Dermot. I still don't think Dermot have peaked yet as a, as a defenseman. He's going to be a late bloomer. I think you're going to see a really good young player. But Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and still with Kerfoot, he was playing really good hockey this last season, so I think he's looking pretty uh, He's looking pretty good too. Yeah. There, there is no wrong answer for Ron no. Francis. There, there really isn't. It depends on who else they got out there. Oh, something that we haven't talked about is uh, Seattle's uh, new head coach. So, Mr. Dave Hextall, our former yeah. assistant coach, and now the the uh, it seems like Sheldon Keith has been has been raising up some quality head coaches for other teams here. Yeah, I know, right? They sent off what's his name to Ottawa last year. 
DJ Smith. Two years ago. Was it, was it last year? Two, two years, years ago. Two years. Yeah. DJ Smith. Yeah. He's been doing a fantastic job in Ottawa. Uh, fat players love him. Uh, fan base seems to have taken to him as well. Uh, and they're playing well. Uh, Dave Hextall. Now, Dave is a reclamation project from another franchise. He was with who prior to? Oh, Do I say Buffalo? I was reading it. I good question man i was reading that earlier but i never uh made special notice in any case uh he was let go um i always want to say flyers because (laughs) ron x i know right it's easy but uh anyway dave uh dave was uh our assistant coach and uh has been picked up by by francis and device to uh to help the bench there which i was surprised i mean there there are still some quality quality coaches available and uh it's philadelphia it was philadelphia it was philadelphia yeah <laughs> i was second guessing myself there just because of the hexel yeah no so. i was i was definitely second guessing myself i knew i knew yeah. uh buffalo didn't sound right there so i was thinking oh that was that other dude that got no. fired. <laughs> anyway yeah uh philly it is so uh but yeah no he was our he was our, our bench boss on i'd like to say he was running the defense. Does that sound right to you in Toronto? I know I many so, yeah. special teams. Yep. So in any case, uh, he's been picked up by the Kraken, and uh, and they're quite excited to bring him in, which leads to is Gabby going to make an appearance in Toronto, Mr. Boudreaux? Yeah, that would be great. I mean, perfect timing, you know, just to help anything you get to help us get us up past that round and figured out what it takes to win. Yeah. I think he'd be good. I, 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 I unless he lands a, a, a head coach job, I, I can't see him not turn down the opportunity to come to Toronto. No, that's right. Why not? And to be completely honest, I, I, uh, I don't think that the, the length of rope is getting any, any longer for Sheldon Keith and, uh, and uh, Kyle Dubas. I really don't, and I don't necessarily blame Keith for that. But um, if Dubas's plan doesn't come together here in the next year or two, uh, there's going to be serious talks of replacing him. When you replace a GM, nine times out of ten, the coach goes too. So, so funny because you look at the team that he built, and it's just on the cusp all the time. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like, like I mean, not not three four weeks ago, we were talking about Kyle Dubas should win general manager of the year. Right? That's right. For the team he put together. And I still stand by that. I still think the team was fantastic. But they absolutely laid an egg. And because of that, Dubas looks like a fool. Yeah. Someone that goes his team. So I don't know. It's a it's a tangly one, but so yeah, there's a lot to, there's a lot to un- unravel and a lot of what ifs surrounding uh, Leafs Nation heading into the summer. And all these rumors circulating. I know uh uh, Chris Johnson from Sportsnet had made a, a comment on uh, Dangle's podcast that uh, he's heard that there's a big player coming in uh, that the Leafs are going after who wasn't in the playoffs this year on an underperforming team that everyone's going to be excited about. And there's lots of speculation around that. Names controlling control, around like Line A and Seth Jones. And not, Seth anyway, Jones. Crazy stuff. I don't even know how yeah. to make any of that work. But nope. in any case, it's out there. So... There's never a, a boring time to be a Leafs fan. So, uh, no. But maybe we should talk about some of the stuff that's actually happened instead of what Moyer may or 
you know. Oh, well, I guess Simmons. Yeah. So we got uh, Wayne Simmons locked up. Brought yeah, back. Wayne Drain, two more years. Two more years at a discount. What I consider yep. a discount. What I really don't understand about Wayne's contract is that if you're going to take a nine hundred thousand dollar contract, why not just take seven fifty? I was like, yeah. Did you did you need a new mountain bike, Wayne? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's, what's the thing? Yeah, I, I don't understand what yeah, I what, funny. what not leaving that one fifty on the table really meant. But in any case, whatever. He's he's well yeah. two more years at one fifty. I don't think that's a player the Kraken goes after because that was the first thing everyone said. Oh, he'll be swept up by the Kraken. I don't think the Kraken got any interest in a in an aging enforcer under a two year contract who's going to either walk or retire at the end of it, and then they got nothing. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think Dubas knows that as well. And he, and if not, he's probably already spoken to Vegas or to uh, Seattle. I mean, these guys, these guys work this stuff out well ahead of time. Um, a lot of times, uh, side deals made and draft picks given up. So it's, uh, it's one of those issues, but in any case, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see Wayne back. He was one of those guys that remember when we did, I think it was the autopsy episode. We said, who do you think will be back? Who would you like to see back? And uh, we all were in agreement that we'd like to see Wayne back, but we didn't think he would be back. So already, yeah. uh, Dubas has surprised us, and uh, yeah. I'm 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 down with it, man. Like at 900 grand, there's no losing with Wayne Simmons. Nope. Better contract in the league. That is Jason Spezza. No, and he has a yeah. So, I know um, league minimum again. League minimum again. Uh, half a point per game guy last season, all season, just as good in the playoffs, and still only averaged like ten minutes a game. It's it's yeah. it's actually obscene how good he played for the amount of money he's making. So yeah. um, he's playing at a lot, a high, much higher clip than over. I think I can't remember what the percentage was. It was like seventy percent of the league, and all those guys making millions. You know, and yeah. he's producing at a higher clip in less in less minutes. So that's a no-brainer like i, I knew he'd work for you. wanted to and yeah. uh and i'm sure after it's all over like everyone's been suspecting there's a job on the on the bench or a front office or somewhere for jason spetz whenever he decides to pack it in but i'm cool with signing one years until he's 45 he still plays at any kind of respectable level so even half of this right now is worth the 750 yeah so yeah so so we got spetz at league man Wayne at 900. Um, the question marks around free agency still revolve around Zach Hyman and Frederick Anderson. Pretty, yeah. It's pretty funny. I, I feel like Zach Hyman, all this drama going on beforehand and getting everybody riled up as usual. I think it's just, you know, attention. And whatever happens with Seattle is going to determine what's going to happen with uh, Zach Hyman. And I think everybody knows that. No need for the drama beforehand it is what it is. Freddie Anderson, I was interested to see that he's he is absolutely open to a tandem with uh, Jack Campbell, but how much do you pay Freddie? If you're going to be, you know, getting half, do you get paid equal? I'd like to see it under three for one year. He's he and he's the thing is with Freddie Anderson. I mean, like I'm not saying he's not worth the five million dollar deal wherever he goes to get it. That's not what I'm saying. However, the Leafs in their current situation. He's not a young goaltender anymore. Do you do you really want to be talking about four and five year terms with a guy who's creeping up on thirty years old? Uh, yeah, I, I I honestly can't see it. They've got some decent prospects in the pool coming up. Um, they've got a reliable backup slash starter. 
in Jack Campbell. I mean, Riddich is still available to them if they want to extend him as, as the backup and run with, with Jack at the lower cap. But yeah, so Freddie Anderson, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. I, uh, I, I, I'm okay with moving on. I am. I'm, I'm okay with seeing. I mean, we're so. It seems so foreign to me to be even suggesting not making a run at him. But I mean, we're so cap strapped and top heavy with the top four. And I'm not one of those people who says trade one of the top four. That's the team that we built. Uh, Dubas is doing a decent job of putting good players around him at at a low price. Jason yeah, yeah, and Wayne him. Simmons are not that cheap anywhere else, I don't no. think. So, who he brings in now to replace Nick Foligno, Joe Thornton, those guys will be the, the telltale where Nick Robinson fits on the team. To me, if no, if we've learned nothing from the Montreal series, is that the good young players need to play and need to play yeah. significant roles. So, we talked about that with the, on the Mark Curtin episode. Mark, uh, if you haven't watched that one, guys, great episode. Yeah. Mark talks about his journey through ALS, but also talked a lot about the Leafs. He's, a, he's still a huge fan. And uh, and he made made the point quite clearly that if you want a spark, put it in the hands of an 18-year-old. Let him go, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where, where this all shakes out, but I, I do feel like, because there's a lot being made, of course. Oh, Dubas is re-signing the exact same team. No. That's not the case. There's going to be a lot of new faces. So it's also one of the best chances you have. Yeah. He's uh, he's picking so up just... some really, really serviceable people at very, very cap-friendly hometown discounts. Yeah, so... This is not exactly going to Costco and taking uh, what you want off the shelf there and what you need out of a player at a cheap discount. It's And it takes time and energy and what's available. How do you do it, right? He's yeah. doing a damn good job, and just because it didn't work out, you just can't get mad at everything, so... Well, the funny Freddie thing, Anderson, if cheap man, I'm good to go. One thing is not being talked about, which because you never would with Jason Spezza and or Wayne Simmons, but the fact of the matter is he's purposely signed them at less than a million bucks so that if he gets in a pinch for any particular reason, cap-wise, he can dump those contracts and zero cap it. Yep. Right? You can bury that in the minors so fast if, if one of them gets underperforming or decide, uh, who knows what for what reason. I just can't see it, but that's the contingency plan, obviously. Sign them for less than a million so that you can bury them if need be. So, I don't know. There's there's that aspect as well. That's right. Yeah. But Zach Hyman, I guess, would be the last thing we need to we need to bat our gums about. So, yeah. What what's your number, Chad? Like, what what are you thinking in term in terms of term and cap it? That makes sense. I mean, I know what the guy's worth. Comparables. They're talking about people like. Tom Wilson and these kind of players who are making five, yeah. six million bucks. Right. But where are you comfortable signing Zach Hyman at and for how long? I know it's always got to come down to comparables, but if anything, uh, Nugent Hopkins contract might make him a little bit more affordable because mm-hmm. uh, you might be able to get him at less than five or maybe at five, even for five years. Or what if you go four years at like 5.25, but I'd like to see him under five. Obviously, yeah. But I feel like, man, you're in Toronto. All the big contracts. Why would does he take the the discount? He puts in all the work. <laughs> I know it's not it's not fair to ask him to even do that. Um, but does want to be a part of uh, of a contending team? I mean, it's not like uh, teams who are ready to win the cup are going to be lined up to sign Zach Hyman either. They're already all spent to the cap too. Yeah, and he's probably already richer than all the rest of the players before he even played a game of hockey. Yeah. So. 
it's not you know i guess it's more about principle and his own achievements yeah no and, and he's a smart dude that's one thing that zach got is, going yeah. for him zach zach is, is as involved as any player is in his own negotiations so um he'll do what's right for him and his family that's the other aspect oh we keep forgetting that this guy's 29 years old now he's even though he broke into the league the same year as as connor carrick and uh william nylander and these guys all came up that that <laughs> in the tank year um he was significantly older than the rest so he's 29 yeah, years old college now. hockey yeah exactly he's looking for a four or five year deal to carry him yep. into his 30s and then he'll be on the back end of a, of, a, of a decent contract and right off into the sunset on jason spezza contracts and so, see him anywhere else I, I can't imagine it happening he's the guy that you need in the league and letting one go is just yeah. and i guess he knows that as well which is hard well like i said it's got you made, you made a point not 10 minutes ago uh it really hinges on what happens with uh with the crack yeah. if they take yeah. alex kerfoot suddenly paying zach hyman two million plus kerfoot's contract is not really let out to lunch still leaves them with 10 million dollars in payroll to sign another yeah. nine players is basically what that's what they got to do to fill yeah. out their roster now that sounds like not much money but at least three of those players are going to be sitting in the press box for the majority of the season. So you're talking about entry-level contracts. You're talking about uh, league min contracts for a few guys. More of the same what we've seen last year with Jimmy VC, these kind of guys, reclamation projects. And I'm all for that. A, you only need to hit on one. It's like throwing darts at the, bo- at, at the board. And we can't forget that Emrov is probably going to play some rallies this year. And he might not be down there very long. I completely forgot about Amarov. I know. I mean, he it's so easy to He's just, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, that's one thing that he, there's no hype around this kid. And that's why everyone's kind of disappointed at the draft. And there's still no hope or hype. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Snipe show. So, yeah. well, he's, he's a super talent. You don't go that high in the first round as, ah, a, feels. as a scorer. Get out of here. So, yeah, no, it's I, Amarov. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him play too. And again, that's a league main contract for the next three years. Yep. Right? That's right. App friendly. So there's options. Top, top nine at the very worst. Top six forward if you need some youth on the wings. If if The thing is, if Hyman goes, I can absolutely see Dubas mixing it up and saying, you know what? Okay, that this didn't really work the way I wanted it with the Felinos and with the Gutchen Yucks. Let's, uh, let's go youth on the wings. Let's stay with our top four the way we had them. Top four guys in the, in, the, in the first and second lines let's throw on nick robertson on with matthews let's throw an amarov on with jt and let's just see what happens see which one right. is a candidate for rookie of the year because it's totally possible with those centermen you know yeah so and i, I wouldn't mind taking this a smile off some habs faces call caulfield get out of here give me some amarov <laughs> oh my god you want oh, some I'm of that to you back to lead this episode jan <laughs> <laughs> no man i don't i've been uh, i stand by man he's a stud no he is he's good um uh, i have been going back and listening to a few of our pre-playoff predictions some yeah i mean some people might look at that as some pretty hot takes right about now myself included yeah. listen man show me one that one got it right <laughs> the leaves yeah yeah if you pick the habs go to the stanley cup final this year well good job that was Good a drunk job. bet. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. Well, I got nothing else, man. You, uh, you, no. uh, oh, you're all good. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm all good, man. I see the, uh, the Habs, hopefully one more game and it's done. I'm just ready for off season. Yeah. 
Yeah, I see that they didn't allow the families to fly in. Uh, the, the, the Tampa Bay families, which I'm like, okay, it's a game, guys. Like, it, I know it's their job, but I mean, it's a game. If, if you want to put break the rules or bend the rules in some way, well, they're already doing that by allowing the teams come back and forth. So you know, just be happy we got hockey again. We've been saying it all year. He, he did this last year. This is old news. Yeah. So anyway, it is what it is. Well, uh, guys, if you like what you heard, uh, like I said, this is just a quick hit podcast. We, we like doing yeah. these just to kind of cover off the things that have happened since our last one. If you like what you heard, uh, you can always get us on facebook.com slash All of our content is there. We got memes and articles and videos. We share everything there. Um, but also you can, uh, you can catch us on Twitter at Selly Deke. Um, follow us on Twitter. Greatly appreciated. We're no pros at Twitter, but we're working on it. It's a new thing for us. We've also got a, got an Instagram page as well. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll link that below, but you can get all of our memes and stuff there. So it's a bit of fun stuff there as well. Uh, but our main online content, I guess would probably be our YouTube channel. That's where you'll get all the podcasts and videos, everything that we share. And that's, uh, just simply search Deke Snipe Selly and make sure to hit subscribe. Really appreciate that. Uh, as far as our audio feed, that's been on the climb where our audio feed is doing almost just as well as our video feed now. Uh, we're on Spotify. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, everywhere I've I've looked now, Deke Snipes LA is showing up in the in the searches. So we love to see that, and uh, and we're getting some some attention from all over the world, which is even cooler. Really enjoy that. So uh, yeah, if uh, if you got nothing else, chat, I guess we just say slam that subscribe button. That's right there, and uh, yeah, peace out. Cheers.